Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I'm used to being let down by sports, but sometimes there's something that's so hypocritical that happens that it does nothing but depress you. I'm looking at you, PGA Tour. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. I don't know if it's because we're coming off of the PGA Tour at PGA National, the Honda Classic. But I am right now, I've got a golf brain. It won't last, but I've got a golf brain. And all golf revolves around PGA Tour versus Live. PGA Tour versus Live. What's great about the PGA Tour? What's downright evil about Live? Well, yesterday the PGA Tour basically did its best to become Live. I I am I am absolutely appalled, just stunned at the hypocrisy of a sport. With a league that, ah, we're everything that's right about tradition and about the game. And we stand in the heavenly clouds for what golf is and should be. And look at live, living in the seventh circle of hell. The the devil poking your, your backside with a trident. That's evil golf. Evil, evil, evil. And then what does the PGA Tour do? They say... Uh, actually, we're going to eliminate cuts and uh, we're going to feed all the money to our top players. That's live. That 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 is that is live golf. The PGA Tour is live golf. Live golf is the PGA Tour. What a disappointing, but honestly, the way sports works, money grab, money back, money grab, money grab. What an unbelievably obvious thing that was going to happen. A bunch of freaking frauds in that sport. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach is where we find Stone Levine. It's Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And the Dominican Queen in her Thursday throne. She's freshly off of a trip to Las Vegas. She is refreshed. She is relaxed. Well, as much as she can be. It's Jeanette Javier. Uh, Jeanette, you spent time on the PGA Tour. You used to work, a little known fact about Jeanette, she used to work for the PGA Tour. How do you feel now that the PGA Tour is live golf? Uh, the biggest tournaments, eh, no cut. It's good. Here, yeah, big-time players, uh, you want all this cash? Here you go. Uh, what uh, What an absolute dumpster fire. They, they, they've, they've been pontificating against live golf for the better part of a year now and now with the pga tour is live golf they folded so hard so soft so soft it's like okay pga tour thought they were untouchable that they were the leaders in golf so one they understood they were challenged two they thought their brand was strong enough to remain how it is they felt the heat from live they felt it they were like oh well these guys are actually receiving more attention from not only the fans of golf, but from players. So they kind of had to fold and they did it, which is beyond me because the PGA tour doesn't like to fold, doesn't like to um, assume the fact that it is weaker than most yeah. brands. Tow, tow. Exactly. So it doesn't surprise me. You know, it's, we all know I did not have the best experience with that organization. So you know what you guys 
Yeah, you guys aren't the strongest. So hypocritical, absolutely, but about time. I mean, the PGA Tour has allowed itself to get bullied into becoming live. I, I, it is. It, it is it is stunning in a sense that they have been just just so so condescending in how much better they are and so dismissive of Live Golf, their direct competitor, this Saudi financed golf league that Greg Norman is in charge of putting together. They've been so so dismissive and condescending about how good they are and how 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 uh, pointless Live Golf is. And Stone, we've discussed it. Golf media, golf media does nothing but carry water for Jay Monahan, the commissioner, and the PGA Tour. I mean, Alan Shipnick, who wrote the book that got, uh, well, I want to be clear. Phil Mickelson <laughs> got himself in trouble, okay? But it, he wrote the book that Phil Mickelson's quotes about the Saudis that ruined his reputation. Uh, Alan Shipnick respected Sports Illustrated golf journalists. He went to Mexico City for the start of the league uh, live season this past weekend solely to get on the course and to tweet snarky things about live golf, from their outfits to uh, players confronting him over his tweets to making fun of the format like that's what golf has become where it's it's the PGA Tour players specifically the new face of golf Rory McIlroy and then golf media who are are pushing the PGA Tour propaganda am I wrong about anything I'm saying with that no absolutely not but what I think is really weird about the timing of what the PGA Tour and their decision for the new schedule is after Liv's golf season debut on the CW. I'm sure, Ken, you've seen the numbers. And now Point two c- rating, it was beaten by America's Funniest Animals. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's circulating around everybody's social media them. timelines. But it's less, a great show. But less than 300,000 viewers total for Liv. So when you talk about being scared of them and wanting to kind of adopt the same thing that they implemented, like it doesn't make any sense because they didn't do... That well, when it came to numbers, and we talked right. a lot about how weak this Honda Classic field was. Well, I mean, you dominated Live Golf when it came to viewership and everything like that. So changing the schedule, like I feel like they could have held off on they this one for a short time. Yeah, they panicked. This is sort of a panic move. I-, I want you to listen, though. This is back in September at the BMW Championship. This is back in September. This is Rory McIlroy, the the uh, Jupiter resident. I want you to listen to how condescending he is. Uh, when presented the topic of Live Golf. And I think Rory has spent more time talking about Live Golf than he has his actual game or the PGA <laughs> Tour over the last year. Uh, but this is this is Rory McIlroy, uh, who, by the way, was in Palm Beach County, couldn't bother to show up at the Honda Classic, though, and play in his hometown tournament, whatever. Um, this is Rory McIlroy, though. Just listen to how condescending he was on the subject of Live Golf and Live Golfers. And you said previously that you're gonna, you would find it hard to stomach the 17 or 18 live players being here this week. How have you found it so far? Um, it's been. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen many of them, uh, to be honest. Um, like it is what it is. They're here. They're playing the golf tournament. Uh, my opinion is they shouldn't be here, but again, that's just my opinion. Um, but, you know, we're all going to tee it up on the first tee tomorrow. We're going to go play 72 holes, which is a novelty for them at this point. And, um, and we'll go from there. I am, I am not pro-live. I mean, Stone, you can attest. I'm not pro-live. I'm not sitting here watching all the time. Was I curious about it? Sure. Do I spend time viewing it now? Nah, I'm not really into it. I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge supporter. I'm certainly not a, a supporter of Saudi sports washing. That said... To hear that, I mean, to to hear that, and then hey, don't we have a second? Do do we have a second mm-hmm. cut here from Rory? Here is here is Rory. Listen, listen to to this condescension. 
Do you see a way back for Live Golf players somewhere down the line if, if they decided that wasn't for them, they wanted to come back to the traditional tours? I mean, they can always go through Q school, yeah. <laughs> Rory. Uh, by the way, Jeanette, is there any better accent than a Scottish accent? You tell me. Australian. Okay. Australian's that's number one. Can we listen to that question real quick, though, just because I need some more Scottish in my life. Can I just hear that question one more time, Stone? Do you see a way back for live golf players somewhere down the line if, if mm. they decided that uh, wasn't for them? It's sexy, though. Just majestic. It's my sexy. God, I think, uh, I think Braveheart when I, uh, when I hear way that. Buck. No, uh, it's don't, so don't, good. Stone don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't wait, wait, wait. It. No, Stop. actually, actually. Do you see a wheeze back? Jeanette, oh my Jeanette. gosh, you should see the way he's trying to say it too. I wish I can get it on video. He's clenching his teeth like this with a weird grin like the Joker and is trying to do his Scottish accent. It is terrible. Just the um, whole thing that Stone was trying to pull. So I actually forgot to, to let people know, Jeanette, I'm in Houston. I'm sitting in the business center in the Great lobby city. of a uh, of a Hilton uh, near the Rice campus, FAUS Rice Tonight College Basketball. So that is why I can't see Stone. But what I'd like to do, I think we've stumbled upon something, Jeanette. Stone, let's hear the question again. And if you could try to recite the question in your Scottish accent, that the would same way. probably this, the same exact way. I think that we're on to something here. Let's hear the Scottish reporter back in September to Rory McIlroy, please. Do you see a way back for live golf players somewhere down the line if, if they decided that wasn't for them, they wanted to come back to the traditional... Do That's you down. see a ways back from the live tour if these players want to <laughs> you find a way back into the live tour? Do you see a ways back? Um, it's not the worst. It's pretty bad. No, but just, Jeanette, it's objectively not the worst. And he actually like put like the Scottish growl in there. It's the whole experience. If you could visually see Stone, what he just did ruins it. It's not sexy at <clears throat> all. The voice by itself, Stone, is like it sounds great. But the second you physically see it, disgusting. Walk away yeah. from that kind of at a bar. I suppose the 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 reporter, when I hear him ask the question, Rory, that's like Braveheart. That makes me feel something. That's man's man. When Stone does the accent, it's like Scottish person who has fallen, hit his head on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. and has suffered brain damage. And then going to buy a beer after. Right, right, right. He's going to the pub afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so uh, Rory, though, so condescending. Oh, they can go through Q school. They can, uh, I know 72 holes is a novelty to them. But then one of the biggest trademarks of what, what fans made fun of live for was oh no cut no cut no cut and then i present to you from espn breaking yesterday starting in 2024 the pga tour will no longer require top players to participate in certain events the players the four major championships the three fedex cup playoff tournaments and an additional eight designated events which haven't yet been announced instead according to commissioner jay monahan the tour will quote focus on ensuring purse size elimination of a cut and fedex cup points distribution to sufficiently incentivize top performers to participate in the designated events monahan told members that field sizes for the players and the three FedEx Cup playoff events would remain unchanged. Fields for the eight other designated events will include the top 50 players from the prior year's FedEx Cup points list through the playoffs, the top 10 players from the current year's points list who aren't otherwise eligible, the top five players who aren't otherwise eligible who are in the most points in tournaments between designated events, winners of current year full point events, PGA Tour members in the top 30 of the official World Golf ranking and four sponsor exemptions, which will be restricted to PGA Tour members. Monaghan said the changes, quote, 
will reward top performers, provide ample opportunity for play-in, retain an emphasis on winning, and be simple for the fan to understand. Monaghan acknowledged that smaller fields in the designated events have become a hot topic. While many top players approved of the changes, members outside the top 75 in the world worried they are being left out of the designated events, which had 20 million purses this season. So in short, what the PGA Tour is going to do is take eight of its most significant tournaments. They are going to uh, shorten the field. They are going to lessen the field. They are going to make it more elite. They are going to make sure that the top players are in, the superstars are in, instead of feel-good stories like a Chris Kirk who won the Honda Classic this past weekend. Ensure that it's the stars going head-to-head and they're eliminating the cut. So all in all, huh? top stars, uh, small field, no cut. Oh, uh, one, two, do the mouth. Oh, yeah, that's live golf. It's the same exact thing now as live golf. And uh, if you want to talk integrity of the game, tradition, history of the sport, you don't get rid of a cut. And that's what the PGA Tour has done. And it's a massive disappointment. If you're a golf fan, you should feel great disappointment. You know, at what point are we going to start holding these commissioners and these leaders of organizations accountable because it was only in June of last year where Jay Monahan was dropping quotes like pure competition creates relevancy and context which is what fans need and expect in order to invest their time in a sport in a player and now here we are 10 months later right. so, so like we what are we supposed to believe what so are we what, supposed to invest our time into I what, love it all uh, oh yeah I mean golf is it, I live has already Jeanette uh, I feel like for them it has accomplished the required reaction and that is to throw the PGA tour into all sorts of chaos like they've already if live is not going to succeed let's be honest like stone I'm not talking out of turn live at some point is going to fold because the interest is just not going to be there that said it has forced the PGA tour to completely change its approach to uh, now the PGA tour is is wholesale I- I- embracing the rich get richer the top guys get more top and uh, the path becomes easier because there's no cut. There are no longer any consequences to playing poorly on the PGA Tour. And that was the differentiating factor, the main one between the PGA Tour and Live Golf. And now that has disappeared. But listen to Rory. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me read you a quote from Rory because uh, he responded yesterday about no more cut any longer. And he said the following, quote, Well, we've had no-cut events on this tour. If you think of the four World Golf Championships, you've got three playoff events. You've got the CJ Cup, the Zozo. So there's precedent there for no-cut events. No, you can't use the CJ Cup and the Zozo as examples of tournaments, high-profile tournaments that don't have uh, a cut line any longer. Sorry, man, that just doesn't translate. Uh-uh, not going to happen. And when you're talking about the, the uh, three playoff events, those were already designated for the top 50 players in the world. So, uh-uh, that doesn't work as well. Sorry. This is, this is a very disappointing concession given up by the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour becoming live golf really disappointing for golf fans and it should be for all sports fans what is your biggest sports disappointment right now across the board i'm sticking with golf i've got a golf brain right now after the honda classic what's your biggest sports disappointment right now 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at klv1063 that's 888 760 
3776. Your biggest sports disappointment right now. Uh, I, 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 I know that it's a random one, but, but the golf thing really, really, really bothers me. Jeanette, just from your standpoint, and I know you've been traveling. You were hanging out at the sports books in Vegas. Spring training's just started for you. Mike in your hand at the Houston Astros game at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. But what's your, what's your biggest sports disappointment? Literally could be anything throughout sports right now. I hate to say this. The Miami Heat. No, you shouldn't hate to say it. I mean, I understand why you hate to say it, but you're 100% right. What the hell was that last night? It is, and it's like the bow on top of what weird season they've had. Oh, my God. Just I, I mean, see, Jeanette, that's perfect. Just seeing the injuries and just like, it, it seems like confusion with the lineups and everything and trying to redirect whatever the heck is going on with the organization in terms of what's happening on the basketball court. It's kind of like, what is going on with y'all today, but... I don't, I don't understand how the Heat go. They beat the Sixers on the road, and then with no Joel Embiid, the Sixers come in and blast the Heat last night. I mean, it was, it is, it is really, really, really frustrating. And it happens fast, too, on the court. Ugh. Like, I'm talking first, second quarter, and you can kind of tell body language, right, the looks on these guys' faces, like, it's just an avalanche of, I don't know what to call it, bad basketball. Like, they know they're not winning these games when they get involved. And then all of a sudden, you know, two, three nights ago, they give us a, uh, that was a That was a last year heat performance, what they pulled off in Philadelphia, only to come home and take a dump all over the Miami-Dade arena floor. <laughs> yeah, so you go to Philly, you beat a... Full squad, right? Full and beads squad, on the dude. court. Everybody's giving it everything they got. And then now you uh, you come home with an embeadless Philly squad. Mm-hmm. And you and give up over 70 points in the first half. And the only time they've done that was last week, which they gave up, I think, 76 to the Bucks. So things are falling off the rails right now for the Miami Heat. I don't feel any heat culture. And I think for me, as yes. oh, that's there so well put. is heat culture is what drives that fan base. It's gritty, it's dirty, so it it's nasty, ready to fight anything, anybody, when there's anything negative with the Heat organization. I feel like none of that exists this season now. And when the defense is pillow soft like it has been throughout <laughs> vast stretches of this year, uh, you're exactly right, Jeanette, when you say Heat culture, it doesn't feel like there's anything coming out of there. I mean, you're right. that Nothing about this season has felt like Heat culture, from the load management to the constant injuries uh, to Tyler Hero disappearing to Gabe Vincent disappearing to Max Struess disappearing. Uh, I forgot Duncan Robinson existed for a little bit. No, Duncan Robinson, he, does, he still has a pulse. Whether or not he has a basketball pulse, that's another that's, question. Exactly. Where, and, and everybody was so excited. And the money that they dumped onto him too. Right, uh, all of their good, their good feeling stories that they found off right. the scrap heap that maximized for them last year have given them absolutely nothing. I mean, at this point, it feels like Gabe Vincent's playing himself into the G League. Like, <laughs> it, he has been, he has been a complete non-factor. He has hurt this basketball team, and then the defense uh, last night. I keep looking at post-game uh, audio clips of, of different guys saying, oh, we just we need to shore it up defensively. We need to play better defense. Uh, you are 63 games in. If it hasn't come at this point, it ain't coming at all, right? Uh, th- that defense is just not going to magically show up. And you have Eric Spolstra. Everything we need is right there in that locker room. Everything you need for what? <laughs> to maybe back into the play-in? Because that's all you're going to do. This is bad. You know, I, I feel like at its core – 
this team, excluding Jimmy, is three and D, but they're missing the three. Like they, yeah, they play good defense, <laughs> but they're not knocking down the three point shots, which is something they've made a living on right in the past. And and most honestly, last year, that's how we got to the point that they got to. But the, the percentage that they're shooting at right now, and the guys that are on the court doing that. It's ugly. It's not a good product. These guys don't know how to score the basketball. They can get beat by anybody on any given night. And it's so sad because last season it was like, how did Spolstra and them come up with this G League fantastic team? Look at the bench. Look at the points scored from the bench. Beat the starters. And now it's like, oh, yeah, this is a G League team almost. Oopsie. uh It has regressed back to the G. That's exactly what has happened. It it, it looks every bit of the G League team that made up main components of it a season ago and and played out of its collective mind. Mm -hmm. What is your biggest sports disappointment right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Seven seven six. Uh, Mike tweets in Lamar Jackson without a contract is the biggest sports disappointment right now. Amen to that. And you know what's coming up. And Theo called this. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Stone. The longer we go, where it looks like Lamar is going to end up getting a a franchise tag. And I saw Pro Football Talk Mike Florio recounting a story how Lamar had a shoe deal fall through. Um, uh, but this was a story from like three years ago, and he was telling it on the Pro Football Talk broadcast on the podcast as if this was recently. But you know what he did? You know what he did? Stone, you know where I'm going with this. Yes, I do. These are the things that happen when you don't have an agent. Mm-hmm. The oh, Lamar's mom handles this. Lamar's inner circle handles his contract. Doesn't have an agent, and so that's why these things are happening. No, no, no. Plenty of guys have gotten big deals, including Roquan Smith, who is Lamar Jackson's teammate. Doesn't have an agent, and he was acquired by the Ravens and then signed a massive five-year deal. So don't give me that nonsense. But it's all part of the narrative that this is Lamar's fault. This is on Lamar's side. How dare the Baltimore Ravens be blamed for anything? Even though, and we're going to go through an NFLPA team report card that came out where players are rating different aspects of organizations. You're squeaky clean, do things the right way. Baltimore Ravens maybe not as competent as the outside sees them. You know, we took a nice 180 on Lamar Jackson yesterday, me and Theo Dorsey, and he put it into perspective for me in a way that I've never kind of looked at it. Lamar's trailblazing right now. Like, for as much negative stuff as we're putting towards him and talking about how, you know, the shoe deal, this, that, this, no agent, but he's going to end up getting that fully guaranteed contract. And he's going to have done it with his mother, Felicia Jones, representing him. So as much negative stuff that we can spew out here, realistically, it's just a matter of time before he gets that big boy bag and we're commending him for it. Like, he's an OG in 15, 20 years. He's a trailblazer. He's the pioneer so I think if we just turn the knob a little bit to more positivity in this situation, I think it's going to turn out really well. And I've never looked at it like that. Well, Love also, that for you yeah. and him, but that's not realistic of what's going it, on no, right it's now. It's going to happen, though. It's not going on going right now. Going to but, happen is different than what's happening. That's fine. That's all fine. Because we're, we're, we're allowing her to just get slandered and him to get slandered in this entire situation. I'm with you, Stone. It's eventually going to happen, whether it be with the Ravens or another team. But in the, the meantime, what Jeanette's saying is that there's going to be a lot of direct collateral damage uh, that that's done to uh, to uh, uh, Lamar Jackson's mother and and also too I mean I just I, I I don't I don't understand why people can't 
wrap their minds around Jeanette. It's not Lamar Jackson's fault that the Cleveland Browns gave that contract to Deshaun Watson. That is the holdup with this entire thing is that Deshaun Watson blew up the entire quarterback market. That ain't Lamar's fault. Lamar shouldn't be punished for that. Lamar shouldn't be the example that's made uh, of all people. Uh, for who to give money to and who not to at that position in the NFL. It is not Lamar Jackson's fault that Deshaun Watson got that ridiculous contract with a guy who is uh, allegedly a serial criminal. So you know what I love about you bringing this up? I had this conversation in Vegas in the sports book. I'm sure that went well. Because the guy was like, <laughs> oh, Lamar Jackson hasn't received that contract because Deshaun Watson, look at what he received. I looked at him legit and I was already two vodka sodas in. I was like, you're telling me you don't watch football because what Deshaun Watson received is way bigger than that money that he got on the contract and you can't compare Deshaun Watson for what happened off the field Mm -hmm. to Lamar Jackson it's two very different situations so thank you that telling me you don't watch sports and you're not smart about it bye bye Lamar Lamar deserves well yeah Lamar deserves the contract Deshaun Watson got a hundred percent. But again, with everything that happened with Deshaun Watson off the field. It makes it just so difficult to stomach that anybody was given that contract, especially Deshaun Watson. One thousand percent. But I'm pretty sure the Browns took about all the settlements and all this money that's coming out of oh, these yeah. lawsuits no, that was into that in. contract. That's For why I looked sure. at the guy and I said, you don't watch football, nor do you watch the whole situation. Why right. did Deshaun Watson get that contract? Probably because of his off-field stuff. Right. They, <laughs> Not they, because of the on-field. They built in his legal fees for him. Exactly. And you know what? You know what I always think about? Like, it wakes me up in the middle of the night. I think about it when I get up. When any, anytime oh. Is this going to be X-rated? <laughs> or is this going to be, like, sports-wise? It's about you and my dreams. No, it's oh, not sorry. X-rated. It's no, not. Please, do, do tell. It's not sorry X-rated at all. I'll, get, I'll turn my mic By off. the way, speaking of, if, if you have a fetish about uh, two uh, dudes with the same exact shaped head, with the same exact length hair, Stone and I did discover, based on our, our fat heads at the Honda Classic, we are the radio show of all time if you fetishize something about that that has the two hosts with the same exact shaped head it's truly astounding and you don't recognize it until you see the two fat heads next yeah it, you're right it is so because my head's smaller my head is smaller than yours yours is a bit more bulbous but they have the same exact shape yeah it's the brain right. i think can, it's the brain that differentiates I, the size <laughs> yes. i have a weird i don't know brain if I'm girth gonna absolutely derail the conversation no, That's fine. please don't i already did please don't ken yeah. Do you realize how drunk you look in your fat head? No, can he I, has can I, pink eye, Jeanette. Yeah, no, I didn't have pink eye. Let me tell you what happened, Jeanette. <laughs> I actually don't think that I... So if you were at the Honda Classic and you saw my fat head, you noticed that my eyes are a bit squinty. One of them in particular. Here is why. The day before... I was driving after dropping off one of my girls to school, and all of a sudden I had my contacts in, and I felt a sharp pain in my right eye. I'm like, what in the hell is that? Do I have an eyelash in my eye? So I, like, ripped the contact out, and I'm like, oof, that was rough. So um, the pain subsided after, like, three minutes. I put the contact back in. But then that night when I took my contacts out, I'm like, Jesus, my right eye is burning. And, Jeanette, I'm not even lying. It was so bad that it kept me awake a good portion of the night. Anytime I closed closed my eye, it would not even only sting, but I had tears pouring out of my eye. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? So the next morning, sure enough, I wake up 
and my eyelid is super swollen. I still have the watery eye. I could not go out in the sunlight, and I hadn't drank anything. I didn't. It, it literally felt like someone had had knifed my eye, and so I had to wear sunglasses. I actually bought clip-on shades uh, for my glasses because I I couldn't even sit in the studio. Ask Stone. I couldn't even sit in the studio. There was too much light in there, um, and then I had to call an FAU basketball game that night with one eye. But we also had pictures the very next day. So while my eye was feeling better the next day, I also still had residual swelling from whatever the hell I did to my eye. And that is why I look drunk. It's very noticeable. I noticed it when I was walking in the ballpark and I I looked at us or what we are. And the girl I was working with goes, that guy looks drunk. I know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Ken. But isn't that the most me thing ever? It's perfect. Like, I am, I am, uh, I finally have my name in lights. I'm on a marquee, and sure enough, come picture day, and I've <laughs> sliced my eye in half, and it makes me look like I'm impaired on a photo that's going to exist now for the rest of the calendar year, and maybe for the next five years, because we only do headshots at ESPN West Palm once every decade. Yeah. You don't want pictures of our bodies, though, Ken. Me and you, I mean, I know we're short kings, but you, we just keep it with the heads right now. But can right. I... Can I mean, I, I've got the. I've, I've, I mean, I'm, I've got definition, dude. Don't, don't, don't put me into your two thousand calories after midnight mm. parade. Uh, so, anyways, uh, I don't know how the hell we go. Oh yeah, you, you fetishizing and fantasizing about me, uh, keeping you up at night. All right, what wakes you up at night? That's not me. Do you remember before <laughs> the NFL season started, there was a certain somebody that hopped on our show and made a declaration that shocked both of us. And that we honestly loved when he did it. It was Mike Tannenbaum, Mikey T. Before week one. Ken asks him, hey, Mike, you know, how are you feeling? Drop a statement. Drop a hot take right now. What do you got? Right as he came on and he says, Lamar Jackson will be the highest paid player in the NFL before he takes a snap in week one. And he explained himself and all the reasoning was there. And now to fast forward to, to March 2nd, 2023, here we are. Just the constant slander and all the negativity and the pessimism. Mm -hmm. Look how far we've come with this. Like, it's getting so sloppy. The football establishment has realized, oh, man, Lamar might be close to a contract. So now it's time to put all these things out there and leak the stories about the shoe deal and diminish his mother and diminish his representation and make the Ravens look good. That's exactly what's happening right now with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I I agree. Big football, big football is coming to the uh, coming to the rescue of the Baltimore Ravens front office. What is your biggest sports disappointment right now? For me, it's the PGA Tour uh, eliminating cuts in uh, almost two handfuls of tournaments uh, and shortening the field so that it's superstar, superstar heavy, and becoming live golf for Jeanette. Quite simply. It's the Miami Heat. Can't argue with that. What's your biggest sports disappointment right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. And have you seen my photo at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches and just how drunk and or hungover do I look with my injured eye? 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phones. Phil is in Boynton. Phil's like, uh, did Phil drop? All right, no. Phil. Uh, so again, 888-760-3776. So without Phil, that gives me a chance to tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement 
replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. Actually, Jeanette, what I want you to do, if you have any more of your coworkers at the Houston Astros and at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches that, that look at that, that signage, that ESPN West Palm signage, and say, oh, that guy looks drunk. I want you to make up a story of how I just went buck wild the night before and then showed up to the photos reeking of liquor and, uh, and my, my clothes torn and just being a complete disaster. Hot Mess Express. Absolutely. Let's just start making a, a, an entire uh, mythology around that awful photo I took for the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And I do think, Stone, at some point before the show, we need to ask marketing director Courtney whether or not I can schedule a headshot for next year at some point or if I have to wait until 2032 to get another one. Uh, what's your biggest sports disappointment right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. We'll take your calls. We have plenty of social media in the can. We'll get to it when we return. It's Thursday. That means Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen. She has Vegas tales later in the show. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches, where you can see the world champion Houston Astros, where you can see the Washington Nationals, where you can see Jeanette Javier, the in-game host of the Astros, where you can see Grapefruit League Baseball, where you can drink cocktails and beers under the sun, and you can witness my drunk-looking photo on the ESPN West Palm signage right on the wall on the first baseline of the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. It's got everything. I mean, it's quite literally got everything at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Get your tickets. Yes, the Yankees come through. Yes, the Red Sox come through. In fact, Jeanette, right now as we speak, I am opening my backpack. And in front of me, I have a ballpark of the Palm Beaches pocket schedule, okay? Mm. Let me take a little gander here. Let's see. What is the date today, Jeanette? It's March 2nd. Yes. March 2nd. If you want to see the Nationals and the Marlins uh, in about 20 minutes, Go to the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets. The World Baseball Classic is coming up. Mm-hmm. How about how about Venezuela mm-hmm. with an exhibition against the Houston Astros? That is next uh, Wednesday, 6.05 first pitch. Don't miss that, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Want to see Israel, who, by the way, have the best uniforms in the entire World Baseball Classic? The best hats for sure. Israel and the Nationals exhibition, 6.05 World Baseball Classic tune-up next Thursday for tickets ballparkpalmbeaches.com ballparkpalmbeaches.com by the way on Twitter at Jeanette and Juice she has taken a photo of my drunk picture at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches just how drunk do I look 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 my point is the ballpark of the Palm Beaches rules spring training rules Jeanette hosting for the Astros rules my picture doesn't rule making fun of me rules ballparkpalmbeaches.com ballparkpalmbeaches.com the ballpark of the Palm Beaches what is your biggest sports disappointment right now 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV 1063 the PGA Tour decided to become live golf eliminating cuts that's my biggest sports disappointment Jeanette her biggest disappointment is the play in heat 
uh, at this point, hoping, <laughs> hoping that we've got the play in. I mean, it is just <laughs> infuriating. Uh, let's start on the phones. Who should we start with, Stone? Let's go with Nick from West Palm Beach. Nick in West Palm on Ken Levicka Live. What's up, Nick? What's up, man? Great to be on again. I was on a couple weeks ago. It's Nick. Y'all keep me busy while I'm delivering for Amazon. Appreciate uh, you, brother. Thanks for what I, you do. Thank you. Um, I got a couple of disappointments. I'm originally, I moved down here from Kentucky, so I want to put my biggest disappointment being Louisville's court staffing, whoever they hire to get those things done, what the dog takes them to do. That's got to be my biggest <laughs> All right, all right. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. In case you don't know what Nick is talking about, halftime last night, and Louisville basketball, by the way, is like 4-26 right now. They're absolutely <laughs> terrible, just horrendous. And so in a perfect microcosm of the Louisville basketball season, they had a frisbee-catching dog performing at halftime last night. What does he do in the middle of the performance? He goes along the, the left three-point line uh, and, and uh, crouches down and takes a big steal dump on the floor at the KFC Yum Center there in Louisville. Nick, you're right. That was um, – I feel like that should be something that is addressed beforehand, uh, making sure that the dog doesn't have to poop any longer before he goes to catch Frisbees. Yeah, something's got to give. And then uh, I'll wrap it up real quick because I know y'all got other callers. Um, I, dang, I lost my train of thought. But my last disappointment was going to be the representation of your beautiful face on that ugly fat head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Well, bl blame whatever sliced my eye in half on that. But also, I'm not a very attractive-looking person anyways, and so right. that, doesn't, uh, that doesn't help the equation. Nick, let me ask you, what um, – uh, what is the most common thing that you deliver? Like, is it like toilet paper? Is it like bracelets? Is an Amazon delivery man? What are you? What are you seeing most days here? So, uh, most of the packages they're all they're all packaged up. So they're in envelopes or boxes. Ken, that was but such the oversized terrible packages, from Ken. Oh my God, Ken! Yeah, what? yeah. And uh, the, the number one thing that I usually see is yeah about uh, toilet paper, paper towels. Those kind of things, yeah. dressers, you know, chairs, stuff that you build, DIY stuff. There we go. I was just curious and appreciate the call, Nick. What was wrong with that? Ken. It's the most dog crap question you've ever asked anybody. Uh, have you not had an Amazon package delivered to your place? No, but what so I'm saying is, is he's covered. the one. No, Ken. When, so Amazon. Oh, you're right. Amazon you're right, drivers. You're right, you're right, Amazon, you're right. Amazon drivers show up to where they. You know, take their trucks to their routes, and you're basically just taking all the packages and loading them into the back of your truck, and then you're rolling about. You're not like going through people's underwear, <laughs> putting it in a, a, an envelope and no. a box, sealing right. it, and throwing it in your truck. What was right. that, Ken? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I didn't realize that a lot of that packaging is just like a brown box. You can't really tell. <laughs> what's on it. Yes, duh. Also, shout out if uh, you deliver packages to Lake Worth Beach. Really appreciate your services the past two, one week moving back to I'm my actually so. going to call myself out for one other thing, too. Uh, so you're right. That was a dog bleep question. I am. That was sucky. Um, me also, and, and what Nick does is very important. We appreciate yes, him for it. But, oh, he, but me acknowledging him as if he's like a military member, thank you for your service or whatever I just <laughs> said, that probably wasn't the uh, the greatest messaging to put out there as well. I'm on a roll right um, now. Yeah, dog <laughs> Thank you, Coach Sala. Appreciate it. Uh, Taylor is on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Taylor? Ken, how are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. 
Listen, it's a great show. Uh, hi, Jeanette. Hi, Stone. Listen, I'm originally uh, from Baltimore. I grew mm-hmm. up there, and I was an old Baltimore Colt fan back when they had Johnny Unitas and yep. Lenny Moore. When they moved him out, when Ursay moved him out, I guess in the early 80s, I lost interest, and I started rooting for the Steelers. But when they got Lamar Jackson, it brought me back into the fold, and I just feel very bad that Steve Bishotti, uh, who lives in my hometown, uh, by the way, has not signed this guy. Uh, we're talking about an MVP. We're not talking about somebody on the on the trap on you know on the traffic squad or whatever it is. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I, I just, I, now and and I'm so glad I'm glad to, you I, say that and he, he, the fact that you t- Lamar brought you back to paying attention to the Ravens yes, he and did. he's really done nothing but but win until he's been a bit banged up the the last couple of years he made such a profound difference within that offense and I am a Steve Bashotti fan I think that he is he represents that organization well I think the Ravens uh, to the outside are represented well the, and I I get the whole well Deshaun Watson screwed everything up but but you've got to make it right yeah, yeah you've got to make it right. I don't care what happened in Cleveland. You got to make this right at some point. You do. Well, thank you for taking my call, and it's a great show. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm sorry you had to be let in by me causing the worst six minutes of today's show, but uh, but I appreciate it. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. By the way, on Twitter, at Jeanette and Juice. Again, I didn't realize, uh, Jeanette, the message that you put up with the headshot that you posted of me. Uh, Drunky headshot Ken, as seen in ballpark Palm Beaches with a with two emojis, a crying face and then a lovey face face thanks Jeanette appreciate that I always well, we're just looking out for you drunky drunky headshot Ken in fact that's what we're going with the rest of the day uh, she is Jeanette Javier the Dominican Queen I'm drunky headshot Ken Lavica and I'm live on ESPN 106.3 From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, guys. Uh, let's let's bring it in. Let's have a show meeting real quick. Jeanette, Stone, um, you guys, and this is what's great. We're, we're a family. We're, we're a radio family. And when you have a problem with me, you let me know. So let's just do this. Let's have our show meeting. What are what are you guys what are you guys um, uh, presenting to me? Because you have an issue with me. You're unhappy with something I said. So let's just get this out in the open. What it what is the the issue here? That you don't ask the best questions when people talk about what they do. No, it's not even that. Well, let's not generalize it. It was just that one little question you asked. It seemed a little. Um Demeaning, Demeaning to our boy yes. Nick, the Amazon right. driver. It was slightly disrespectful. Like you're better uh, than that, Ken. So, so Nick, Nick, our friend, the Amazon driver, called in. Uh, good call. He usually has pretty good calls. Um, I just was trying to relate with him a little bit. Like he calls into my my place of business, and so I just wanted to know a little bit about his place of business as an Amazon driver. I know that I. Order toilet paper, paper towels, things like that off of Amazon, get them delivered. So I was just curious if there are many like me. That's what primarily on a day-to-day, the daily, he's dropping off for people. And you're saying that was a disrespectful question? 
Yes, especially you're like, they don't know what they deliver, Ken, first of all. So you have no idea how his job works. Good try, but you failed miserably. And like, Nick has essentially delivered my new apartment. Everything I have in my new building is because of Amazon and people like Nick. Thank you, Nick, for building my house. But Ken... Dialed it down to toilet paper. Toilet paper. All right, so so I see what, what you're saying. What wipe your butt with? All right, I, well, I mean, not some people the place blow their that nose. is holding my 65 inch TV and the thing I love second to my dog, my vinyl collection or jewelry from your grandmother, right? I mean, it could. I don't order be, that off of Amazon. I, but I'm saying anything, right? Anything, something that. <laughs> oh, the thing that's holding my jewelry. Sure, yes. like anything. That's uh, what Nick delivers. So I, I see what you're saying that it, it, it comes off as demeaning when I'm like, uh, Nick, uh, when you're driving for Amazon, what are you you dropping off to people most regularly? Uh, you know, like toilet paper, something uh, disposable right. that you usually <laughs> that you use to wipe things off of poop. Yeah, exactly. No, so I, you know what? I understand, and I would like to, f- and it takes me a lot to do this. I don't apologize for anything, but I would like to uh, formally apologize to Nick. I didn't mean to come off as dismissive or demeaning about the job you do and how hard you work on a daily basis. That was not intended, um, and so I feel great shame. And thank you for building my house, Nick. My apartment is looking Stunning aesthetically because of what you do. Thank uh, you. I, I still don't think, even despite that, I should have uh, given given Nick the military thanks for all you do. <laughs> uh, uh, appreciative uh, uh, approach, as Nick called. So, man, I really crushed it. That last segment, one of my finest. One of my finest, without question. Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3, and you can tweet at us at KLV 106.3. We'll get back to your biggest sports disappointment right now. I may be some of your biggest sports disappointment right now. You're not going to be disappointed by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That's a sports high spot, sports business, an epic high spot at the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 22 years of helping you find a job in the sports industry. This is how you do it. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You can take courses online. Sign up for summer semester, fall semester right now at fau.edu slash MBA sport. Created by the late, great Dr. Jim Reardon. The internships, the Rolodex is huge with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. You are going to learn. You're going to be able to apply and it is modern day up to the second sports business because the world is always evolving, whether it's an agent, whether it's the legal side of things, whether it's crypto, what moves sports business, you're learning it and you're applying it. It's what gets you a job, gets you paid, and starts your career in sports. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Take courses on campus in Boca Raton or online, fau.edu slash MBA sport, fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, let's get to social media at KLV 106.3. What's your biggest sports disappointment right now? NFL Study Hall tweets that people are wanting to implement XFL extra points in the NFL and taking the foot out of football. Is this similar to taking the Christ out of Christmas? We shall find out. Taking the foot out of football. I tend to disagree, Stone, because I think tiered extra point systems rules. The XFL has gotten that right. Yeah, I disagree as well. I think whoever replied that would be honestly pretty shocked if they were to secretly poll NFL players because 
think that's more enticing than jogging off the field and letting the kicker do the work for you. Hey, but that's just my opinion. Now, now this does present the interesting point, Jeanette. If the NFL were to get rid of the extra point, right, one of two ways uh, in which you're kicking the ball in an important manner in the sport, we'd possibly have to start discussing a change of the name in football because the only thing you're kicking now, the only thing you're doing is on kickoffs. So what do we call the sport if it's no longer football? Do we call it tackle ball? Hit ball. Hit ball. Brown. Uh, I think we got to workshop that a little bit. Mm. Smash ball. Not bad. What about smash ball? Actually, I like smash ball. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I, I Stone mean, gave me the, the look of disgust right no, now. No, smash ball, smash ball is pretty intense. It, smash it ball! That's denotes how you have to smashing. You have to say that right with a clenched teeth. Smash ball! The way uh, Stone tries to do Scottish accents, that's the way you have to say it. Can the Super Bowl, the, the world championship of smash ball. Mm, love that. Mm. Um, what about, <laughs> what about... I don't know. Like, I mean, the ball's so weird, and it, it bounces, and so... I don't know. I mean... Oval ball! A mobile ball. Imagine. imagine. <laughs> oh, that's not as good as smash ball, but funny. Imagine the outcry, though, if we really did eliminate kicking the PAT. Now you have high but, school kickers. Their dreams are crushed, right? Nobody's going to... Oh! Crush ball! Go get an accounting degree. Which is... Major- I'm probably I mean, 90% on, of high dude. school kickers are going to be accountants. Or stick with pretty- soccer, because... Or work at a because, rental car industry. Uh, yeah, go work for Hertz. I don't know. Like, you mean to tell me that your dreams are crushed if you're no longer kicking a ball through the uprights? Go play soccer or or get an accounting degree. Like, come on, man. Like, do we? Is anybody? Does anybody sit there and say to themselves before an NFL Sunday, "Holy crap! I can't wait to see what type of field goals we're getting today." The answer to that is yes. I'm sure. Who does that? People Kickers. who bet on stupid stuff like stone kickers gamble. Gamblers, punters, hunters, all these, the, the nerdy guys, the long snappers, right? I mean, they're people too, Ken. Then, like, then get up for the three-point extra point. Like, you can, if you're a gambler, you can get up for that. You can feel the juices flowing through your nether regions with a three-point extra point. I don't need to see a, 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 an extra point or a field goal. What like, about boom ball? Because they go boom when they hit each other. Eh, eh. Probably worse than cra- I still think ball. Smash Ball. Smash, smash Ball's ball. better than Boom Ball. Okay. What do we crash call Ball? No, no. What do we call football if we eliminate the foot? What do we call football if you get rid of the extra points and the field goals? Because just with kickoffs, you can't call it football anymore. Ooh. There's not enough foot. Bash Ball. <laughs> bash Ball, Smash Ball, Crush Ball. Uh, oval ball. What are we calling the sport of football without field goals ball. and extra points and boom ball? My apologies. 888 <laughs> 760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. What are we calling football if we get rid of foot because there's no more extra points or field goals? 888-760-3776. Uh, Stone, what was your, what's your biggest sports disappointment? We haven't even gotten to that yet before we hit a break. Oh, man, this one, uh, it's tough to talk about out loud, but it's the Los Angeles Lakers right now. I and, knew and, it! And, and what's transpired in the past three, four days. I mean, you can't draw it up any worse for a Lakers fan, a LeBron guy. Anthony Davis in a must-win situation. We are mm-hmm. hanging on by a thread right now. They're half a game back from the play-in. 
and you roll your ankle, buddy, and you're going to sit your ass on the bench? I mean, what are we doing at this point? Dennis Schroeder goes down with an ankle injury last night. I mean, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Their odds to make it to the playoffs have jacked up now, higher than 3-1, to one, and their best players are sitting on the bench, and they're in dire need of wins here. I can't stand this Lakers team this year. 11th in the Western Conference. Congratulations. Now, now they are um, currently on the outside looking in, Stone, of the play-in. Is that going to happen for you? Now, keep in mind, Stone is a LeBron fan, so by extension, Lakers fan. So he's not actually frustrated with the Lakers. He's more frustrated with uh, LeBron's right foot. Not only that, but I also want to let the everybody to know that because the Lakers are so bad, Stone is taking us out to a night in Miami now. Thanks, Jay. Will. Ugh. So, you yeah, this Lakers team has been miserable for that, you. Well, I mean, I still have confidence that they're going to get in, but with what happened last night with Anthony Davis sitting he's, this game out with his foot. Bro, he's not going to hit the, the number of games you said he was going to play. So this bet you made with Jay will and the rest of the show, when Jay will comes down, uh, you realize it is, it's live time. Not live golf. It's club live <laughs> oh, time. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah I, I do realize that, and I'm, I, I can't say that I'm not excited about it, but with what the Lakers have put on display this season and what's going on right now, oh, God, disappointment is, is somewhat of an understatement. And to me, I still have that stark image of Anthony Davis sitting on the bench while LeBron, LeBron James is yeah. celebrating this high point. And if you're a basketball fan, period, no matter what, you should be excited for witnessing this moment LeBron James has in his career. Well, but Anthony he- Davis is sitting down there, and for me, I was like, yeah, this guy doesn't really care. His discipline seems kind of off. Yeah, this Lakers team is going down. Um, I, uh, They're not. Uh, so they Anthony are. Davis, there's what, 16 games left? You would think Anthony Davis, this would be a time where he's like, all right, I'm going to drag my body right. out of the floor, and I'm going to be the leader of this Lakers team, and yet DNP. Out. Uh, it's it's truly. He is so vexing. He is so frustrating. Um, but it's kind of funny because Stone is a fake Lakers fan, and this drives him crazy. You know, it's hard to call me a fake Lakers fan when I sit there. No, and you're watch. a LeBron fan. I understand all this, but I'm invested in Dennis Schroeder. I'm invested in Austin Reeves. I've I've adopted this as my family now. My second family. Oh the Lakers God. are your second family. <laughs> Rob, That's so sad. Rob, Rob Polinka. Ken, I guess we're just trash. Now. I would yeah, kiss, I know. I would kiss Rob Polinka on the lips after what he managed to pull off after the trade deadline. I loved it. I thought it was Jeanette. all the right moves. This team is ready to make a playoff run, and their two best players are sitting their ass on the bench with whatever you call a foot or an ankle injury. This would have never happened with Kobe. Oh, this would have never injury. happened back when Ken was a kid in the 70s and That's 80s right. with the guys the that 70s. used to play the Bill Lambeers. But here we are right now, and I got softies wearing yellow uniforms right Get now. Get me out of this studio! I definitely was not born in the 70s, uh, first of all. Don has lost his mind! Jeanette, just so you know, too, he picked Dennis Schroeder over you. He picks Dennis Schroeder over you in, uh, in, in family discussion. No, just and you! That. Oh, it's true. I'm in the so same... So don't put that on me. Stone mm. has lost his mind. Now he is not only disrespecting the Lakers, he disrespected us, and I have nothing to throw at him across here from the studio. And not even a chancleta. It's very... Oh, I very... have Birkenstocks on. Let's go. These <laughs> no, hurt. Don't do that. That's actually really painful and an HR disaster. Um, uh, <laughs> so more, more important questions at hand. 
What do we call football if we get rid of extra points and field goals? What do we call that sport? Because Jeanette had a variety of suggestions like smash ball, oval ball, crush ball, uh, boom ball. Boom ball. Uh, what do we name football if we get rid of extra points and field goals? And what's your biggest disappointment in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. More to come. An entire hour of this nonsense still to come. I am in Houston. Jeanette and Stone are in West Palm. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.